The Beer and Pretzel Podcast and Trash Talk Podcast are part of the Buttwide, though, and Podfix Networks. Check them out to hear more content from other great podcasters. Welcome back to the Beer and Pretzel Podcast, where one shot RPG podcast. And today we're playing Fiasco, which is one of the grandfathers of indie RPGs and also especially beer and pretzel themed RPGs. We usually play games that can be done in one night, one shot RPGs, and usually have a theme of uh, rules light and are easy to do while munch on some pretzels and having a beer but today we're not having beer we're having tropical themed drinks as we're doing a tropical themed adventure of fiasco so i'm here with travis becky and brad we got our hawaiian shirts on and we're gonna play some fiasco so guys let's go into our characters for the audience you may have already listened to or maybe you have not to our recent setup um episode where we um work together to set up these characters and relationships if you want to check it out otherwise we're going to go quickly into who our characters are and what their bit is becky who are you i am captain thomasina nook my my friends in my cabin bitch call me tommy yeah i'm your cabin bitch apparently (laughs) so my name is denny and our relationship is that you are the captain of a boat and i am your cabin bitch i clean the latrine and clean the dishes and when you're not uh, focused on me, we'll get into it later, but I fish off the side of your boat. Which I For hate. my fish business. Fish <laughs> farm. My fish farm, yes. Because it takes away from you working on my boat. What else do we know about you? I am, so I am the owner of the boat that we are on, um, and it doesn't actually have a name yet, which I have to come up with a cool boat dad name at some point, even though I'm a lady. Um, and... My other relationship is with Brad's character, Scott, mm-hmm. and he is the perpetrator of a crime, and I am the victim. Hmm. So, he hijacked my boat. Yep, I did. <laughs> um, so, are you just basically a pirate? No, I'm a... Okay, so... Just a criminal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a smuggler. I, I just kind of do what I need to to survive. You know, I'll run guns, I'll run drugs... I'll even run people if mm. they're trying to cross the border illegally. What are you doing on this boat? Um, I had a bit of a run-in with the law and needed to ditch my boat at the, at the last island I was on. Um, and I thought I could easily hijack uh, Tomasina's boat because it looked like a rich person's boat. It looked like she would be an easy target. Sure. Okay. Um, so I loaded my drugs up, and I got on board. Talk to us about, like, how you know Travis. Sure. So uh, Travis is a drug farmer, and I get a lot of my crops from him. As I said, I don't always run drugs, but anytime I do, I go through my man. Mm. Um, so if you want to picture Scott... He's like a really skinny, kind of like 45, 55-year-old white guy who spent way too much time in the sun. He's uh, uh, very tan, but kind of like, you know, wrinkly, uh, 
permanently like sunburned flesh, um, salt and pepper beard. I'm wearing like a Hawaiian shirt that's open, and I have like a stained, <laughs> yeah, like half yellow white T-shirt underneath it. Yep. Um, I just pretty much spend all my time on the beach or on the boats. That's a good description. Um, going into my going back to my character, we should sum up what our character looks like. So Denny is um, probably late thirties. Evo, he's late thirties. He looks like he's like eighteen still. He just has a face that's just full of pimples, and he constantly looks sweaty. And he's skinny as a rail, although he eats all the time. Very unhealthy, but yet for some reason he's just constantly, he's just in a very slim state. But not a healthy boy, even though he's like almost 40. He just has a face that looks young, and he might be a virgin. I don't know. Um, he's definitely not had a girlfriend for very long, and he has a hard time talking to women and just people in general. That's why he just likes spending time fishing by himself. Becky, um, you were talking to us about your captain. Um, what does your character look like when we see her? So Tommy is definitely tall and kind of like, she's kind of broad and like imposing. So, you know, like very, very weathered and, you know, it looks like she is a ship captain. She's got a cute little ship hat and she also exclusively wears Hawaiian shirts. That's awesome. Yeah. In cargo shorts. In cargo shorts, yeah. huh? Yeah, I feel yeah. like your character is very much in looks the opposite of my character. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's very put together, and y it looks like you don't want to mess with her, but apparently Scott wanted to mess with her. Oh, yeah. So. So, Trust, talk to us about your that? character. Ah, uh, my name is Frankie. I'm, I'm about 39, a little bit more built than, I guess, your character, mm. but not by much, because, you know... I'm a pop farmer. You know, I don't have to be the most strong guy in the world. Sure. So do you, do you embrace, like, the Cheech and Chong, like, not necessarily hippie look, but, like, long, gnarly beard? Or how do you put yourself? How do you keep yourself? I was honestly thinking more modern pop farmer, like, full businessman. Interesting. I almost always, unless I'm in the field, I almost always wear a suit. So, like, you're kind of like the Gustavo Fring instead of Matthew Du. Weed. weed yeah yeah interesting do you spend a lot of time in the field uh like when i have to i do have a few employees for it but like when i have to i'll get my hands dirty so okay. i will wear my full farmer's cut you know overalls you know the, the button-up uh, plaid shirt but for the 90 percent of the time like even on the boat i'm in at least a partial suit mm. i gotta look professional i want my business to take off because i want it to go legitimate even though the, the pot, pot farming might not be legitimate in my state or country even though you spent a little time in jail yeah i might have spent a little time in jail talk to us about that because that's where you met brad right that, that is where i Scott. met brad. uh he's a good runner i don't trust him with my life but he's a good runner you should not <laughs> trust him. and i wasn't expecting to meet him because honestly i was just on like a business trip on this run because i was uh i was meeting up with my rival uh a rival farmer i wasn't to be a fish farmer i don't know why sure but, you know like we're, we're rival farmers I was going to meet up with him, and then all of a sudden, I just meet up with uh, with Brad's character because he hijacked the boat that I happen to be on. Maybe you got, maybe you chartered the boat for like a fishing trip, or something. And yeah, I want to see how hard it is to be a fish farmer. Yeah, and then you you recognized me right away as soon as I got on. But, but I didn't tell anybody because you know I, I can't let myself be known with a known 
drug smuggler. And Travis, our, <laughs> our relationship is established, Travis, as rival farmers. Yep. So you're a pot farmer. I'm a fish farmer. But we, we've had a rivalry since college because we've been fighting over what is the easiest or best type of farming. Yeah. And you I say it's way harder. Way harder, but also more reward for fish farming because a lot of money for good fish. True. And I say pot farming is not legitimate, but it's honestly the best farming you can get. Yeah. Because everyone wants it. Yeah. I feel like in real life, yeah, your business would be way better than my small ass fish farm, but... I'm going to stay steady by my choice that it's a lot more dangerous and it's a better profession to be in. More dangerous isn't always more better. Yeah, that's true. But like you're always talking about how dangerous it is to run drugs and whatnot. And I go, it's, you, it's true though that one of the most dangerous jobs you can have is deep sea fishing. So I think you're talking a lot of smack. Hmm. I, guess, I never claimed my business was the most death-defying, but I'm just saying it's the best type of farming. Mm. Travis has most the danger real. of other humans and governments and people trying to rip him off or assassinate him. And you have the danger of wild animals, which are more predictable. And or the weather. Weather. And weather, but that's less predictable. Yeah. Well, I and believe Captain also Tommy. And, and Captain, Captain Tommy. That's why I Very think. unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, true. Very unpredictable. She's going to slap you around. <laughs> It's true, yeah. I'm bullied constantly by my boss. So I'm like, get back to work, stop fishing. So let's get into our story. So this story is um so this story is no luck at all, which is done by Craig Pine. Craig Payne. And um in this story, this is the score. Somewhere in the middle of the ocean, the memory of the storm is so vivid in your mind. The forks of lightning, the colossal waves battering the hull, the ears splitting sound of the ship breaking apart, audible even over the roar of the sea and boom of the thunder. Less clear is the memory of the plunge into the icy water, the struggle to break the surface, to find something, anything to cling to and await rescue. And now you find yourselves washed onto the shore of a tropical island with no idea if help is on the way. Are they even still searching for you? Or have they given you up as dead? Still, at least the worst is behind you, right? So now we're going to jump into our game of Fiasco. A game of high ambitions and uh, poor choices. So in this, we're going to be taking turns going around the circle, putting our character in the spotlight of a scene. In each scene, we'll be choosing if we want to establish the scene or resolve the scene and the rules change a little bit depending on what you choose and we're going to do this for a little bit uh we have 16 die once we get to eight that's gonna be the halfway point and there's gonna be a tilt that's gonna forever change the story with one actually no two dramatic twists of the story but at the end of the story we're gonna have an aftermath where we're gonna go into a montage of how our story ends remember guys in each scene your character has some kind of goal, be it small or large, something that they want to get done, and something is in their way. And hopefully they'll get in the scene, but there's also a chance things will go negatively and they won't be able to accomplish their little goal. And then over time, we might see their goals uh, flourish and turn into arcs. We'll see. So, we're going to start with me as I started the setup. I'm going to be starting the game. So... 
I'm going to choose to establish the scene. So when you establish the scene, you basically take over director. I'm going to establish who's in the scene, where are we, what's going on, and maybe my um, short-term goal. And then at some point, you guys will determine with a white die if this scene is going to end positively for me or negatively with a black die. So we're going to wash up onto the shore, and I am going to... Um, have a scene with Becky, Thomasina, and Denny. The only two, at least that we've found so far, living members and crew of the ship that does not have a name yet. <laughs> we pull ourselves onto the shore, and I want to, more than anything right now, to go pull everyone else out. We probably lost crew members, some people that were close in our travels, but I want to try to rescue everyone else. But right now, the waves are hidden hard, and they could pull us back out to sea. And right now, we're pretty weak. So right now, it's just going to be me and Becky. I'm going to come over to you. Go, <coughs> boss. <coughs> I spit out some seaweed. I go, uh, uh, uh. thank God we made it alive. In my head, though, I kind of wish anyone else but you made it ashore. <laughs> Hey, I pay you well. You pay me minimal wage. <laughs> because That's well in your book. Can you can you help me? We're going to go try to pull everyone out of the water. And we need to rescue people. There are more in the water that will die if we don't help them. Okay. So I like... <sighs> I like spit a big old thing of salt water out and I straighten out my little captain's hat fix my Hawaiian shirt and then I just start sauntering over to the water and I try to help start pulling people out start pulling wreckage out mm. like I'm not trying to help you kid I'm just doing and right now you're going a little bit too slow and I'm trying to get as people get as much people out of the water as I can so at this moment just because tensions are high we gotta do this quickly as possible I'm ordering you around Telling you, no, go over there. You gotta go over there. Here, help me get this rope. How's your character respond to me kind of bossing around? Danny, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Mm. Do not talk to me like that. I am your captain. I own this ship. You think you can boss me around? You think you know what the fuck you're doing? And during all these scenes, the other cast members will be giving us a white die for positive outcome or a black dice for negative outcome. I was giving black dice, so we're going to wrap up this scene soon, um, and things are not going to go according to plan, at least for me. So I just kind of hunch myself over, and I just kind of shrivel over, and I just go at the pace that you need me to go to because I don't want to get yelled at more by you. And perhaps we lose a couple people along the way because we didn't go at a quicker pace that I want us to go. We went slow and steady. We did get some people out of the water, um, our drug dealer friend, and also the man who crashed his boat. I tried to tell you to leave him, but you insisted. No man left behind. And we pull him out, but I am heartbroken as we were not able to rescue everyone. And I will always hold you accountable for that, even though I'll never tell you that. Okay, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. And that's the end of scene one. I'm giving this black dice for all of act one. Anytime you're giving a dice, you can just give that dice to someone else. I'm going to give this dice to Brad because um, 
you don't have to have a reason, but I think your character got a little battered coming to shore. That makes sense. Uh, should we discuss why we chose to give you the black die? Yeah, that's a good idea. You went up against your boss, and that was a terrible idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, so, Becky, your character is now in the spotlight. Would you like to establish or resolve a scene? Let's establish a scene. Sure. So. The survivors are all gathered on the island, and we've got what battered equipment we could from the shipwreck. And I think what I want us to try to do is, so all of us are here. Um, yep, obviously. everyone's back on everyone's shore. Everyone's back on shore. And so I think what I'm trying to do is establish, like, a base. Sure. So what is your goal for this. It's to establish a base yeah. and who is in the scene. So everyone is in the scene. Okay. Um, us and any NPCs, but like we don't have to play them. And I'm just trying to establish a scene, like like establish a base. So we, we need like a home base. We need to figure out a plan and we need to find some place that we can safely rest because some people are a little battered. Sure, that's fair. And what is kind of like the main opposition to this if there was anything if there is something anything, has to be going against this um, plan so it's probably everybody has different opposing ideas sure food and water first before shelter yeah, perfect let's like, roll into the scene right now becky you get us all together uh we're a little bit too weak right now to uh walk away from you so what do you tell us all right you fuckers we need to establish a shelter so we have someplace safe to sleep tonight uh, so, before we do that, Chieftain, we need... Some Captain? Sure. We need some wood for fire, and we need some food. And water. Clean water, not this salty crap that we can't drink. I say, before we do any of that, we get a piece of rope, strap it around a tree, and hang that man right there who crashed our boat. Okay, Look, as bad as Denny, is, I love your enthusiasm. I lost all the fish. I love your enthusiasm, Denny, but we're not going to do that right now. We're going to hang you. Anyways, we, we need to need get all shelter the people. first. Hey, 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 if you had just given up the boat, you would have been able to keep your fish. You would have been able to keep your gorilla. You yeah, why want... did you fight back against an armed pirate? Oh, do you want and me Frankie. to let you have a, a pirate captain, Denny? Uh, it would be a better captain than you. I slapped Denny. Oh, <laughs> Denny's going to shut up for a while. Good job, Denny. <laughs> and I, I look at I look at Frankie and I raise my finger and I start to say something, but he gives me a sharp look that I don't think either of you caught because because I was slapping Denny. Yeah. <laughs> and I just kind of like leave my finger hanging for a second before putting it back down at my side. And uh, I don't think any of you caught that we know each other. Interesting. Okay. So Becky, what else would you like to say to them? First, let's try to establish a shelter. Food and water. Shelter. Food and water. We will get food and water after we have a shelter. Look, Mr. I Crashed the Boat, would you like to agree with me or would you like to agree with, uh, what's your name again? Uh, overalls? Captain Thomasina Nook. <laughs> Captain Overalls, yes. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't care. I'm, I just want to get off this island. I don't give a fuck what you do. Look, we have people who are injured that can't work right now. They need someplace safe to stay. Look, you and your little sub boy there, bitch boy, can... You my know, cabin bitch. His name is Denny, and he's my cabin bitch. Whatever he is, he can go build a shelter. 
it might not be nice because he doesn't seem all there. But he's you know. not great at building things. All right, but we have a whole boat to build stuff out of. <laughs> I can build two. You're you better really shut up before she slaps. Folding towels and cleaning the latrine. So because you don't give me a better responsibility. All right, you two motherfuckers. Time to follow the captain in line, and we're gonna go build this base. So, Becky, this scene is going to end positively for you. Yeah. So, how's the scene wrap up? The scene wraps up by everybody just listens to the captain and builds me a shelter. And Denny makes a delicious fish filet lunch. Yes, I do. He's really good at catching fish. I am. Because it is a better profession than growing weed. (laughs) Try to grow weed on this beach, bitch. (laughs) I got my seeds. Don't you worry. We'll be high by tonight. No, Ooh. Not really. <laughs> so, uh, good scene. Becky, you can now pass on that dice to anyone. Doesn't matter. Um, In the second act, matter. we'll be keeping every single dice that's given to us. Okay. I will pass this to Travis because I think he did a really good job of opposing me. Okay. Right. Even though I won. Becky. Barely. Brad, okay, now I'm going to start. Why was the white dice given to Becky? Um, oh, I point. chose to give the white dice to Becky because she was exerting her authority as the captain, and she did a good job falling into that role, and I, I feel like a lot of the survivors would respect and be comforted by that authority. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Definitely, if anyone was to listen to anyone, it would be the captain. Like, it doesn't matter if the person in charge is right. It just matters that they're willing to step up and be in charge sometimes. Mm. You feel like she did. Yeah. Okay. That's fair you enough You don't reason. have to be right. You just have to be firm. Brad, are you... A, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Do you want to establish or resolve? Okay. So just for... Clarification. Clarification. Sake. If I establish, I describe what the scene is. I pick it with somebody and then we act it out. Um, if I choose to... Resolve. Resolve, then... I let you guys decide for me what the scene is going to be. Correct. Okay. And then you decide how it ends. Okay, I think I'm going to establish a scene Okay. Uh, this time. And I'm going to say that while uh, everybody else is working on the shelter and taking supplies from the crashed ship, I found the radio. And it still works, but it doesn't seem to have very good range. But I'm going to try and raise somebody on the radio. And I'm going to call in our location, which is a wrecked Zeppelin. Um, is there, am I able to call in our need and our location all in one scene? Um, yeah, you can play with all of them. They're all things to like play off your scenes. Okay, so there's, uh, as Becky and I have uh, discussed, there's a voodoo curse that's on us or the island. Um, and then as Travis and I have chosen, there's a downed Zeppelin. I don't think the Zeppelin starts down. I think it gets downed as a result of the voodoo curse. Interesting. And I think I'm trying to raise somebody on the radio, and I'm going to be talking to the people on the Zeppelin. Even they will eventually crash. As a result of the same mysterious storm that affected us that doesn't show up on their navigation charts or anything like that. And Becky... For those who haven't listened to our setup podcast episode, why do we think there is a curse upon us? Besides horrible luck of the bad water that crashed our ship and, you know, the pirate taking over. So I am a shipping moogle. Um, I take any sort of shipping job and my latest shipping job 
um, on the boat, which I think we should name Glory Days, spelled D-A-Z-E. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, is that I am shipping a, an, a gorilla from his location to a location in New York to a zoo. And I think that the voodoo curse happened because when uh, Scott hijacked our ship and crashed it into an island, the island goddess had actually, she's kind of got a disposition against gorillas because she dated a gorilla man, a half gorilla, half man, and he broke her heart. And, and he so, is gorilla from the top up, or the, the middle half yeah, up. From from torso up, he is gorilla, the the god gorilla that she dated, not the gorilla I have. Yes, the gorilla I have is just yours. Just a normal gorilla, gorilla called Travi. <laughs> normal gorilla called Travi. He's a little frisky, apparently. Mm. And we're trying to get him to New York for a special science project. We're him a there date. for a date. I'm setting him up for a date. Setting him up for a date, helping the gorilla population in the New York Zoo. Yeah. Anyways, so the island goddess is really pissed that we showed up on her island with a gorilla, and she mm, cursed she us. She doesn't like gorillas because her ex or whatever. Yeah, because so, of her ex. So there's a terrible storm around the whole island. But yeah. anyway, and um, people can't get in or out. So that's actually just some backstory about the voodoo curse. But I'm not really gonna call that in. I'm gonna say. I'm, uh, the scene involves myself and Travis's character, Frankie. I'm on the radio trying to raise help, and we're getting, uh, we're hearing um, somebody who claims to be flying a Zeppelin. Mm. And so... Do you want someone to be the Zeppelin pilot, or no? Do you want the, pilot, the scene to just be with you and Travis? Travis, what do you think your role in this scene should be? Like, do you... Do you want to get off the island right now? Are you helping me? I'm hindering you. I do okay. not want to get off the island quite yet. Ooh, perfect. Okay. Now we got some conflict. Okay, so I'm trying That's to... That's a good scene. I'm trying to get the radio up and working. I keep adjusting his antenna. Like, constantly <laughs> just adjusting. Like, can you hear him now? Can you hear him he now? just trolling with him. He's just trolling. And, Austin, I'm going to ask you to play the uh, Zeppelin pilot who's kind of going in and out on the radio. Perfect. Sounds good. Okay. So, um, first I'm sneaking away from the captain and rummaging through the ship and I think I see something and I, yeah, 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 that, that, that's it. Oh man, I can't believe it. Does this, oh yeah, it still works. I turn on the radio, I hear the, the buzz to life. The electrics are still working. It must be that they didn't get too wet. Mayday, mayday. I'm, uh, I'm the passenger of a ship that has crashed on an island it, can anybody hear me? Is there anybody there? Hello. This is Major Tom. I just the ground the control. I, I so I'm gonna look over and I'm gonna see uh Frankie salvaging some stuff, and I'm gonna be like, Frankie, Frankie, get over here. I found a radio. I the, the antenna up top, it's uh, can you can you go up on top and adjust it? Yes, I can do that. <laughs> cool. Okay, so I have no idea. Over yeah. here. All right, so I'm gonna keep at like. We need your help. You gotta save us. Who's there? Who's there? I walked to the lowest point of the beach. Major Tom, Major Tom, are you there? 
Frankie, fix the radio. I walk the opposite side of the beach from where I was just standing. Oh, my wow. word. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's going on? I had him. Oh, he could have saved us. What are you doing, Frankie? I'm, you asked me to adjust the antenna. I'm adjusting the, 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 the wavelengths and all the good crap. All right. I think that's pretty much a scene. I've lost the uh, Zeppelin, but I've piqued their interest, but we're probably not going to get saved. Mm. I have been given a black die. Things are not going well for me. Becky, why did you give him a black die? So I gave him a black die because I feel like he was doing so good and he was trying to get the Zeppelin, but he had picked like the worst person to help him out. And Travis was just absolutely sabotaging him. You mean the drug smuggler? Yes. Uh, What's his name? Drug, Frankie? Drug Frankie. Grower. Yeah. No, that's, that's a fair reason. So, has the Zeppelin crashed at this point or not yet? I don't think it's crashed yet. Okay, that's fine. I I think it is going to try and come save us, but it's going to fail. But we're the only two that know about this because he only told me for some odd reason. Yeah. Mm. Maybe Travis. he has a better relationship with... He thinks he has a better relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Travis, you are the star of the scene. Would you like to establish or resolve? Um... I think I'm, I'm going to do a bit more of the establishing. Sure. So, after all the shenanigans of uh, of the Zeppelin and stuff, I'm going to drag you aside. I'm going to be like, I got I got a way off this island. Uh, talking to Austin's character. Denny. Denny. Yep. And um, so, your char- so what is your character's goal? I'm going to show you how to get off this island just in case... We can't make it. Okay. And what do you think the way off this island should be? Oh, I know. It's it's actually an abandoned submarine. Oh, that's cool. Now, and this is like the old Soviet sub. Like, it's, it's mostly useless, but it will get you to a form of land. Sure. Um, and I show you where it's located. And some, surprisingly, if I know how to get it running, I don't, I don't know how I know. I just know. Sure. You just know stuff about submarines. Well, my grandfather was in the war, you know? Yeah. He taught me some stuff. Like how to fix a submarine. <laughs> I'm like, even though you're my rival, I'm going to teach you about this because eventually one of us is going to have to make it off this island mm. to prove our point that one of us is the best farmer, okay. if not both of us. Sure. I, okay, so, okay, sounds good. Hmm, very good. But you, I think, would be interesting is if, we sell this. I'm going to sell this information to the highest bidder. Only us and uh, whoever pays me the highest amount will get off this island. I think that is a fair way to use this information. You know, then everyone would know we know a way to get off this island. That's a terrible idea. What are they going to do? I don't think they have weapons. Uh, Trust me. I know what I'm doing. All right, it was a mistake to tell you this because you know nothing. <laughs> It probably was a mistake to tell me. Yeah, I'm going to give a black die. Originally, I was going to give a white die because I thought that uh, Travis was probably the only one knowledgeable enough to get it running. But I think, Austin, your character is incompetent enough to be a threat with that knowledge. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay. That's fair. Travis, let's uh, finish this scene. All right. Um, it was a bit unfortunate, but you've gone and told the whole camp now. He goes, yes, and now I only got to wait, and I'll be able to buy so much more fish farms. Let me ask you a question. Where are they getting this money? 
We're on a deserted island. They will pay me when we get back to land. They'll pay <laughs> me with PayPal. Faith? They'll pay you in coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> Your faith in humanity is bewildering to me. He goes, you got to trust the system. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's why I'm out here living my life you know, on I'd, a boat. I don't trust the system, and that's how I've gotten away with selling drugs for so long. Didn't you go to prison? Just for a little bit. Mm. Okay, so the scene ends with my character basically taking that information and going to the whole group, probably some crew members, um, a couple um, journeymen that joined us on this trip, and I basically say, ladies and gentlemen, I, the great Denny, know how to get off this island. I am more than meets the eye, and I know the one way to get off. So you can stay here and wait for a boat or a ship that will never come. But I will get you off sooner. And that privilege will go to those who bid the highest. And yeah, basically your character, Travis, is just like, what the fuck? Why would you just sell out the information for nothing? Seriously, like now they all know. You dim-witted little fucker. <laughs> it's true. If you think Denny is going to keep anything from Captain Tommy. Mm. I should realize you're too scared of the girl. You are terrified of me, sir. I believe I will not give up any information without payment. We'll see if that actually happens or not. Travis, you were given that black die by Brad because it's the first act. You can give that away to someone. I'm going to give it to you just simply because I believe you are very unlucky. Mm. And I think. Well, well, that was absolutely it, a failure. Austin has a black die. It might be gone now, but. It's gone. Now we've returned back to me. Once we finish this uh, round with us, that will end act one. If we'll go into the tilt, they'll give us a problem to deal with for the rest of the story. I would think that probably at some point you guys should start your mini story of fulfilling your need to get rid of this curse. Okay. That should probably come up relatively soon, maybe before the end of act one. So I'm going to start the first scene. I'm going to choose something different. I'm going to choose to resolve a scene. So we're going to see how that plays out. In this, I'll get to choose the dice at the end of it. But I'm stuck with whatever scenario you guys present me with. So now it's up to you guys as a collective unit to give me an idea of where the scene is going to take place, who's in it, and maybe what my goal is if you guys want. So what are you guys thinking? If then whatever you guys choose, I'm going to have to roll with. All right. So what do you, what do you guys think? Ooh. Uh, which scene were you resolving? Question. It's I'm resolving whatever scene you guys give so me. So we come up with a scene oh. for him, and he resolves it. How it ends. Okay. Maybe it has something to do with the gorilla. Maybe, like, we've built the shelter, but the gorilla's come through and rampaged, and, like, the captain has demanded he capture the gorilla. Or maybe... I'm like definitely you, not strong enough to grab that yeah, gorilla. You're, you're, or we, like, lost the gorilla. Like... And I'm like, Denny, go find Travi. What the heck? Okay. Can't I believe don't... you let him go. The problem is, like, I see, for me personally, this is you two wanting to solve your issue. Well, and... my issue is, break. well, yeah, okay, breaking the curse, yeah. But yeah. I'm just trying to tie his, the things in. Mm. Like, we've already addressed the Zeppelin. What's your, what's your thing with Austin? Uh, we're... Uh, on the rival, know how to get off the island. Yeah. What was your guys' issue, Becky and Austin? We don't have an issue. We just have a relationship, <laughs> and <laughs> I have an issue of her for being my <laughs> shitty Wait, boss. So, so wait, what was the, is the what my second thing is my object, which is the gorilla. <laughs> so the gorilla. they have a gorilla. Uh, okay. We have a curse. We've got a zeppelin. 
You guys have a way off the island. Okay. All right, yeah, I guess the gorilla works for all in all your favor. So, yeah, that works. Okay, so this is a scene about the gorilla probably escaping. It sounds like you guys can choose what you want to, but it sounds like it's going to be a conversation between me and the captain who's going to be ordering me around. Is that what you guys want to do, or do you guys want to change up the cast? Um, I'm just recommending the gorilla. I don't care what direction we go with it, so I'll leave that up to you guys. Uh... I don't think we need any more people right now, so I'm going to go with Captain. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Maybe right, we, we can have um, Travis guest star as the rampaging gorilla, Travi. Yeah, that's true. You can come <laughs> in and give us your best gorilla impression. <laughs> At some point during the scene, we need to hear you in the background. Just in the background <laughs> screaming. And be like, oh, that's where the gorilla went. So uh, <laughs> find a spot during the scene to do that. Brad's going to be in charge of giving out a dice. You're going to be in charge of playing Travi the Gorilla. No, you choose your own dice, Austin. That is true. This That's is resolved, true. and I'll be doing that myself. Okay, perfect. And do we still have our piles we of do. dice? Okay, this perfect. This is our pile. And make sure that when you're given dice to establish which are your pools and what are other people's pools. Okay, Becky, let's get into it. All right. So I guess you're going to be bringing me aside to talk to me about the Gorilla. Denny. Denny. I just checked Travis tra- uh, Travis cage and it is it is broken. The 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 cage bars are broken. I really need you to go locate the gorilla and bring him back. I think we're cursed. Do you want to buy a way off this island for only $25,000? Denny, I will fucking murder you. I will throw you into the ocean. Find the fucking gorilla. So we can get What do you uncursed. expect me to do with a gorilla? Denny, I expect you to find it. That's and then what? And then put it back in the cage, and then we'll put it back on the boat. Do you see how big that gorilla is? Yes, I saw how big the gorilla is. Do you work for me or not? I work for the company. Who owns the fucking company, Denny? You and probably others. I own the company. I am the company. I'm a self-employed entrepreneur. No, you're not. I pay you, Denny. I have a farm. Denny, you fish off the side of my boat when you have your breaks. (laughs) And then when you're not having your breaks, you still fish off the side of my boat. Until I chase you off with a fucking mop because that's not your job. Oh, Find no. Travi, put him back in the cage. How? How, though? Literally, physically, listen, how? Listen, Okay, I can't hear him yet. Yeah. But, I mean, I see some tracks over that way. Those do look like gorilla tracks. They look like gorilla tracks. Ooh, That sounds like a wild gorilla if I ever heard one. (laughs) Shit, I guess I'm going after that gorilla. And I'm going to give myself a black die because I don't know how this scene ends positively for me if I'm being forced to go chase after a gorilla. So I'm going to give myself my second black die. Okay. And uh, good scene, guys. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. My character is going to go off into the woods, and he's most likely going to fail in actually capturing this gorilla. Probably. I go off with, like, a small net that's supposed to capture a fish. <laughs> Definitely not a full-size grown male gorilla. And, yeah, I go off into the woods, and we'll see if I come back. Yep. Becky, um, it's your turn in the spotlight. Okay. 
I think I'm going to establish a scene with Scott. Okay. Um, and so our scene is going to be about this this curse that we have placed mm. upon us. Like, I think we've both been uh, visited by the vision of the goddess being angry at us for dropping off the gorilla and so many things have gone wrong. But maybe rather than like a vision, we're just both having like terrible gorilla related nightmares. Yeah. And like, okay, we I don't like really understand. It's not like a, not like a deity is like, Ooh, you've brought a gorilla. It's just like, we see a rampaging gorilla Yeah. and bad things happening. Yeah. Or so maybe, you guys are just attributing the fact that bad things are happening to this gorilla well, because well, of this gorilla. Maybe we're having like identical dreams. Yeah. Hmm. And, um, or maybe, like, we found, like, a, like, a stone carving of a gorilla that's been, like, broken and it has, like, scorch marks on it so you can tell, like, natives that used to live on this island tried to, like, burn it or destroy it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I like that idea. Yeah. Okay. So, what is your goal in this scene? I think my goal is to try to, like, how to break the curse, you know? Sure. So, but where's the opposition in this scene if this is also a goal that's shared by Brad? I oh. think the opposition is our relationship. I know how to end the curse. Oh. I know how to end the curse. And I'm probably not going to be very into listening to him because he hijacked my ship. Where does this scene ship? takes place? Um, maybe it, uh, it's, it's your scene you're establishing, so you can change... It or reject what I'm going to say, but maybe like, maybe it's at the camp, and the way I think to end the curse is to kill the gorilla, and you still want to recover it to make the money from your. That's a good conflict. Yeah, that's great. Okay. And I think I think it's in my like my quarters. I'm using finger air quotes for quarters mm. because this is basically like a a ramshackle base setup. True. <laughs> So my quarters is probably like a small corner that's been Yeah, it's just a corner off. with like a leaf that goes over yeah. it for a roof. There's like one little leaf that separates me and the rest of the camp. Yeah. But it's where I get my work done. Yeah, that's fair. It's where I boss around Denny. That's where you boss me around. Wherever I am is where you get to boss me around. Yeah. So, okay, let's start the scene. All right, Scott. What do you want to see me for? I know that you've been having the same nightmares. You mean you mean the one about the gorillas? The one about the gorillas. What do you think it means, Scott? I don't know, but when uh when me and Frankie were down at the beach earlier, I saw something weird on the way back. What'd you see? I found this and I hand you like a as I said, a like half destroyed, half burnt carving of like a gorilla. Scott, if you hadn't stolen my ship and crashed it into this island, I don't think we'd be in this predicament. We were sailing through these waters anyway. I had nothing to do with it. I really think this is a, your fault. But I think we need to... I, I mean, I'm kind of on it. I've already sent Denny out to find Travi. We need to get Travi off the island because obviously someone or something is very pissed that he's here. How do you think we can possibly get a gorilla off the island? There's only one real solution. We gotta kill we gotta kill that ape. You cannot kill my ape. Listen, I don't give a damn about your assignment. 
Obviously. There's only... Listen. I know you had to have some kind of firearm on that ship. I'm sure we can find it. A rifle, pistol, flare gun. Hell, I don't care. We've got to have something we can use. Do you think if I had a rifle or a pistol, you would have hijacked my fucking ship? No, I would have shot you. We do not have firearms on our ship. Denny and I run a pretty tight ship, you know? We're not, like... Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I'm talking about a quick one-two, bam, dead gorilla. You're talking about... (laughs) You're talking about taking a creature that weighs as much as all of us combined with a strength of all of us times 10 and somehow putting it on a raft without any way of containing it and getting it off this island. There's no way in hell we're all surviving that. Look, I know that the gorilla seems like a big fella, but he's usually docile. I don't give a damn about your money. I'm not... I have tranquilizers in my cabin. I, we just have to get them. The tranquilize the tranquilizers in your cabin that's now underwater. Well, Denny's a good swimmer. <laughs> he might not be very strong, but he's a good swimmer. Why the fuck do you think I keep that idiot on my chip for so long? I'm going to be passing a white dice here. <laughs> Fine, if you want to try and get that ape off the island, it's your funeral. We're going to get him off the island. It's going to be fine. We're not killing Travi. Your funeral. Okay, great scene. Good job, guys. Brad, talk to us. Establishing, resolving. (sighs) I, uh, what do you, hmm? Do you want to establish or resolve? Oh, uh, I'm going to resolve. I'm going to resolve a scene. Okay. So, guys, let's come up with a good thing for Brad to do. Who are you giving that to, Becky? Oh, that's true. Yeah, Becky, oh, I have yeah, pass that. Away. Do you not have any um, dice of your own? I don't have any dice oh, of my own. Okay. Um, I am going to give this to Austin because I think he is being a great sport. Okay. <laughs> I abused the shit out of you. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I am Denny. You're Denny. You're great. Guys, let's come up with a plan for Brad. I'm thinking that he somehow is going into the water with my character to go find the tranquilizers. Or maybe he's going in by himself because I'm going off chasing the gorilla. Maybe he's going in with maybe you. Maybe she forced you two to go. Um, She bossed you guys to, uh, to try to go swim in this dangerous waters to go find it. Thomas or maybe we can have a scene where bossing. he's trying to bring down the Zeppelin and eventually it will crash. I don't know. What do you guys think? I definitely think we should bring the crashing Zeppelin in. Yeah, maybe this is a good time to do it now. Okay, Brad, we're saying the Zeppelin, your goal for the scene is to bring down the Zeppelin safely. Or in condition enough that we can use it to try to get off this island. Okay, we already have a way up this island. He doesn't, though. Uh, All right. He spins up. But who's in the scene? I'm going to say Denny. Denny, okay. I'm gonna. Uh, okay, yeah. So, am I allowed to give any? Okay, so I'm gonna give you the location. Your location, because I'm we're establishing the scene. Unless you guys have disagreements, is you kind of just 
left the captain and you just kind of went into the woods. You're trying to get up high, like maybe up on a high rock on a hill. Okay. And you're trying to wave down the Zeppelin because you see it off in the distance far away. You're trying to start a fire or whatever. And when you're up there, you're seeing me crawling around. Like my shirt is torn to bits. My whole clothing is torn to bits and I'm bruised because I had to run in with a gorilla. And he did not take kindly to me, uh, you know, try to grab him. All right. Um, so since you've established that, can I add on any additional details? Uh, sure. Yeah. I think also the reason that you and I are in the scene together is because the captain had suggested that you and I go get the tranquilizers. Mm. And while we were en route to that, that's when I dragged you off to the to the woods. Okay, sounds good. And, um, yeah, you're going to try to wave this down. All right. Okay, so you get onto the phone, and um, I think Travis should go in as the uh, Zeppelin driver, the pilot. Okay. Who we probably will have a hard time hearing. Okay. So um, I'm looking up in the air, and I see the Zeppelin, and I just, like, smack you in the back of the head. Denny, follow me, boy. Okay. <laughs> and I just bow my head and follow behind you. I don't give a damn about what that captain said. Do you see that up there in the sky? Oh, my God, it's a Zeppelin. This is our ticket off this island. You, you can't bring this down here. There's no way for it to land safely on this island. You, we're going to have to find a different way. Maybe you can go get us help. I'm going to grab you, and I'm going to, like, first I'm grabbing you by the shoulders, and then I'm, like, running a hand down to your arm, and I'm picking it up to see if Ooh. you have, like, a watch on your wrist. Do you, yeah. have, do you have a watch on your I wrist? I do. I'm going to, like, rip it off of you, and I'm going to push you. I'm going to, like, follow me, boy. And I'm going to start, like, trying to, like, signal the Zeppelin with the watch. Sure. Like, getting a reflection. And, uh... Maybe we hear a little bit. Finally, the static comes in a little clear from the Zeppelin pilot. <laughs> Holy shit, the radio is back on. <laughs> I can see. I can see a light. <laughs> <laughs> And you hear in the background, Travis, you hear, No, don't land, sir. The winds are too dangerous. And Brad, that We got that whole cliff. <laughs> Trust me, there's uh you can land on the beach. Uh we've seen some clearings on it. You gotta land. We need your help. Do not land, sir. <laughs> Do not land. We got it, boys! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I can pick, I pick the die for myself, oh, right? Oh, you pick that the die for yourself? Yeah. I'm going to pick a black die. I'm going to say they do try to land like I'm trying to get them to, but it goes wrong. Mm. They crash. They all die. Yep. The wreckage is unsalvageable, at least at first glance. Goes up into a fireball. Yeah. Okay. You land right now. We've got wounded down here that need to be evacuated. I don't give a damn about... Come on, you gotta save us. You can't just leave us here. All right, we'll go to the next clearing. Room. I'm just gonna look at Denny and I'm gonna be like, <sighs> I told you, <laughs> you serial killer. I'm just going to grab you by the shirt collar and say, follow me, boy. We got to go look for survivors. You are literally Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> you are worse than the United States government. I'm just going to. Okay. So I was, I, I took the black die because things did not go well. I'm going to, um, I'm going to choose to run off to the 
Zeppelin crash site. Okay. And I'm going to say that's scene. Okay. We get to the crash site, and it went poorly because they all burnt and are dead. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, Brad, who are you passing on die to? Um, I'm going to pass it to Becky. Sure. Yeah, she doesn't have any die. Um, Travis, you're going to start this scene, and this will be the final scene of Act 1, and then we're going to go into the tilt. You want to um, establish or resolve? Ooh. What is there left to resolve? Is your guys' scene? Uh, it's just going to be resolving your own scene, whatever we give you. Uh, oh. But just in general, we still have another act, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll resolve. Resolve? Okay, guys, what are we thinking for Travis? So, Trav. He's, he's probably back at the beach at this point. This is actually Frankie. Trav's in the woods. Uh, Trav's in the woods. Frankie. Frankie's on the beach. I feel like Frankie is probably like, well, didn't go so well when I tried to try, tried to tell Denny about my way off the island. And like, maybe you approach Captain about your way off the island. I think maybe also while he was at the wreckage, he did find a gun. Ooh. Maybe like an old antique firearm that you oh, had. Oh, wait, 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 wait. How about he went to the wreckage? And there is a gun there, but he's not the one who finds it. The one who finds it is this old man who was abandoned here like 30 years ago. <laughs> and he's lost all perception of time. And he's just got a long beard. He's basically Tom Hanks in Castaway. And he's the one who finds the gun. Oh. And Travis is worried that oh. this I man mean, could be crazy and could shoot him. No, you know so what? He's been here the whole time by himself, and then in the same day, a boat oh, and a Zeppelin, Zeppelin crash on the island. Yeah, Wait a second, though. Day. Wait a second, though. He was a crew member of the Russian submarine. Oh, my God. That's perfect. And he doesn't speak any English, only Russian. I, if I'm playing him, I don't know any Russian. Does anyone here speak a word of Russian? No. <laughs> We're Americans. We speak one language. That's true. And we don't Poor speak English. Well. Yeah. yeah. I, I could just, like, uh, speak kind of like gibberish Russian, and yeah all right brad is gonna play old russian man and travis you're gonna be playing well i'm just gonna Frankie. speak like uh the adults in pants like wah, 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 instead of being insulting by trying to do fake russian okay That's we're fair. not gonna try we're not gonna try to be uh uh culturally sensitive to russia of all places oh, not exactly the best yes people in the world. but or, I, just in general also because i don't know how to fake russian oh uh, that's fair all right uh, so I see old, old man stealing the gun and I'll be like, I need that. Give it back. I, I look for any sort of fruit, I guess, around me, uh, to try to hand him a banana and be like, Trey, Trey. I'm going like, to talk shitty Trey. This man's been living here forever. He has plenty of bananas. He knows what a banana is. And you're like gun, valuable weapon for banana. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the guy wants food. I'm going to cock the gun and point it at you. Oh, oh damn. fuck. He knows how to use that. I uh, know. It's crazy. I thought he was. I say, give it to that guy, and I point to my rival. Me? Yes. What did I do? I say, he he needs gun. And I point to, to Austin's character. And I swivel and point the gun at, at Denny. I put my hands up in the air instantly, and then I fall on my knees. Yep. Sobbing a little bit. See how badly he needs gun? And I'm going to point at the ground at both of you and, like, point at the ground. I instantly just lay down. I instantly duck <laughs> into the woods. Ooh. All right. 
I'm gonna take a shot in uh, in uh, in Frankie's direction, and I I'm sure I missed. But then I'm gonna like walk over to you. I'm gonna start like ruffling through my pocket your pockets with the gun to the back of your head. Okay, I'm going to just drop this. Like you can give this to Brad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like something negative is going to happen. Wait, no, this is Travis. This is Travis's yeah, scene. Yeah, okay, I'm and giving it res- to him. But he's resolving. He chooses how this. Oh, that's end. true. I'm oh. sorry, I forgot about that, Travis. Yeah. So this ends. Uh, well, actually, I wanted to hear more what Brad was going to say. So I'm just like stealing things from your pockets. I've got like a lighter and some, some uh, cigarettes and maybe like a flask. A Playboy magazine. Playboy magazine, and I'm pretty distracted right now. So Travis, you, you could really decide like good or bad for this. We're gonna go with good, okay? Because I believe he's gonna drop the gun, mm. or set it down. I guess I should say. As he's rummaging through all your new valuables that he just found. So are you able to sneak up and grab it then? I jump back out of the woods where I was hiding in the ferns or whatever, and I grab the gun real quick. All right, so I'm going to struggle, but then, like, I see you've clearly got the upper hand. You're uh, 30 years younger than me. More strength. Yep. Uh, I'm an old old man. I've eaten more. I'm pretty malnourished, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to give up the gun, and then I'm going to, like, put my hands up. I say... Go, and I point away to wherever you came from, but you can take whatever you want. Okay, I'm going to, like, slowly back into the woods. Did I'm you take, take my Playboy magazine? I was about to say, I'm taking the Playboy no! with me. <laughs> A great way to end Act 1. So, as we go into Act 2, we're going to go into a tilt. So, how we establish a tilt is, oh, first of all, Travis has to give up his die. I do, and I'm going to give this to Bradley. Okay. You get a good die. Okay. So you have your collection of die. And now these die, you guys are going to keep throughout the game through Act 2. So hold on to them. We should probably put the rest of the die into like a central pile or just...